Welcome to the Bridge to God's Word podcast with Carla Unseth, a linguistic consultant for missionaries working in Bible translation. We invite you to visit us at www.bridgetogodsword.org to learn more about Carla's ministry. Now, here's linguistic consultant Carla Unseth. Hi, this is Carla Unseth with Building a Bridge to God's Word. Thank you for joining me for our final Advent Reflection. I'm actually going to do the same thing I did last week and just let you listen in to our live session. So I hope you enjoy. All right. Well, today is the fourth week of our Advent Reflection. And as you can see, I've got the candles lit already, the first three. So the first week we talked about rejoicing. All right. Sorry. We talked about waiting and waiting with joy, and that's kind of where the gold color comes from for the first candle. And then the second week is the green candle, and we talked about preparing, preparing ourselves for the coming of both Christ's first coming and his second coming. And then the third week is this red candle, which stands for repentance. We talked about how repentance is part of preparing yourself to, to meet Christ. And then this week, the fourth week, our theme is rejoicing. And because we're, you know, we're just a few days from Christmas here, and so talking about rejoicing in the actual birth of Christ. And so the candle is white, kind of for that purity and joy. goes with that white color. So um, I have a version here of Joy to the World, which I will play for you. And I'll light the candle while we're listening to it. Wonders of His love, His wonders, wonders of His love. 
all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. So people took in the message, and other people were rejoicing as well, and, and amazed and interested to find out what was going to happen, and what was this news, what did it mean for them. And then if you keep reading, you see the stories of Simeon and Anna in the temple, and they also rejoiced. They knew that this was the promised Messiah. So it seems like the only appropriate response is rejoicing. When you see your hope fulfilled, that's what all you can do is rejoice in that. And so now, you know, we're still waiting to see our final hope fulfilled, which is the hope that comes in the second coming and in that final restoration. But we can still rejoice. And it says in Romans 12, 12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. So we can already rejoice in the hope that we have. So, and I, I wanted to read, kind of thinking about Christ's second coming, uh, Revelation 19, 5 through 9. And it says, then a voice came from the throne saying, praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, both great and small. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder, shouting, Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteousness, for the righteous acts of the saints. Then the angel said to me, Write, blessed are those who, invite, who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, these are the true words of God. So, yeah, this is the hope that we rejoice in. That day when all the multitudes will stand before God and praise him and together rejoice in his redemption, the redemption that he will bring us. And right now we rejoice in the hope of that time. That's, that's why we can rejoice even though it hasn't been fulfilled. And the New Testament reminds us over and over again to rejoice. So here's just a few of those verses, and I read Romans 12, 12 already. But 2 Corinthians 13, 11 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. The God of love and peace will be with you. So some of those things we talked about with preparation, like encouraging each other, living in peace. And I like also that it says strive for full restoration. So, uh, yeah, preparing for that restoration, but we rejoice in that. We rejoice because we have that hope. Philippians 4.4 4 says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I, I say it, rejoice. So, uh, again, just an admonition to rejoice. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. So once again, we have those elements of preparation, you know, praying, giving thanks, but along with that is rejoicing. Rejoice in the hope that we have for the future. So as we go into Christmas Eve tomorrow, and Christmas, then on Monday, I hope that you will be rejoicing in the Lord, in the good gift that he has already given us in his son, and then also in the hope that we have for the future coming and our future with him. Thanks so much for joining me for these Advent Reflections. 
I hope that they've been helpful to you over the past few weeks as you've prepared yourself for the coming of Christ. And if you have any questions about Christ, about why he came, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me through my website, which is www.bridgetogodsword.org. And if you have any other thoughts or questions, I'd love to hear from you too. Thanks for coming, and I'll see you next time on Bridge to God's Word.